0: What's up, cool kids? You're tuned in to another episode of the Power in Pros podcast. I got a lot of inspiration from this book that I just read, and so I'm coming to see y'all fresh with a thought that I think will be super helpful for how we communicate our power with ourselves and with other people. A lot of times when we are talking, when we're sharing things, we can come off on the defensive. We're usually reacting or responding to something that somebody else says, something that we saw. And when you are on a defense, when you're speaking, your tone comes off in a certain way, your actions are different, how you listen back To things is different because you are usually anticipating the next defense that you're going to share with the person. But when you're speaking from an offensive stance, when you're speaking from a clear conscience, when you're speaking from a place of, I know what I got going on, and I'm just communicating that with you. However, you take what I have going on, it's up to you. I leave that to your discretion for how you're going to move, but how I move, I am at peace with what I'm doing. communicates a totally different thing. When you are communicating, there are different things that you use to communicate, right? We have our language. So our language, our, the language, right? The very things that we say. And when you are upset versus when you're at peace, when you're angry versus when you're sad, when you are optimistic and hopeful versus when you're downcast, you're going to use different words to communicate how you feel. You're going to use different words to even talk about things that you see. So if you see, for example, Issa Rae just launched a new Prosecco line for her company. If you're optimistic about what you can do, you're going to tweet about that differently than if you just tried to launch something or if you want to launch something, but you feel broke and you like, well, of course, you know what I'm saying? All these big people can launch these things because they have investors and they have money. They already are known. You see how my language changes based on how I feel, but language is one way that we communicate. The next way is our posture or our stance. So even when we're not in person, if you're on FaceTime with somebody, if you're on a regular phone call, you're voice noting. When you are communicating, there's a certain posture that you take. There's a certain posture that you have. And your posture is communicating something, whether you open your mouth or not. So that's another way that we communicate. And then our actions. When we're not actually speaking and when we are, our actions can be kind of paired with what we think. And it can allow us to go about life in a certain way. And people will receive us in a certain way based on our actions. Those are the three main ways that we communicate. So think about it, if you're on the defense, then your language, you're usually trying to prove something to somebody because they're not maybe seeing your point of view. You are trying to disprove something because you feel like somebody's accusing you they're accusing what you're building they're accusing you of your they're accusing your character they're accusing your intentions and so when you are on the defense when you care about how the other person is perceiving what you're trying to communicate then your language is going to come off in that way and paired with your language you have tone And so you could be screaming, you could be using more curse words than usual, okay? There are just different things that we do when we're on the defense and we're communicating with somebody. And typically, you feel at a loss of power or you feel that your power is threatened. And so because your power is threatened, you're using more energy and more force on your end to try to communicate because you're trying to exert dominance. You're trying to exert power. When you're on the offensive, and you're communicating your language. You can speak at a calmer tone. You speak slower, actually, so people can actually digest what you're saying because you're not talking at rapid speed. You likely use less curse words when you are on the offense. And you are more receptive to how people are receiving you, whether it's right or wrong, whether they get your intention or not. You're more, more open to even hearing what they're trying to capture and once you hear how they capture what you're saying, you're actually able to rebuttal or continue. It's less of a rebuttal, actually. You're actually just having a flow of conversation because you're on the offense. So you're just your main objective when you're on the offensive is communicating where you at, and you leave the interpretation up to everybody else. Your posture and your stance when you're on the defensive, you can be more aggressive in how you're standing, and how you use your hands. You could be pointing them fingers. Y'all know how we get. You can be not paying attention, using eye contact with the person because, again, you're trying to show that you're not phased. You're trying to show that you don't have to be engaged in this conversation if they're not going to respect your point of view. And so, it's actually changing what your point of view is. And instead of you being secure in what you have going on, you start to communicate that you're insecure and that because you're insecure you're gonna bow out from the conversation and you don't have to pay attention you don't have to respect how the other person is communicating because you're trying to exert dominance. That's your main focus. And so your stance communicates that. If you're taller than the other person, you could start to kind of position yourself where it seems like you're standing over them. Or if you usually would be kind of close to them, you could be a bit more distant. So our stance communicate things. When you're on the offensive, you can be close to them, which communicates that I'm not trying to threaten you, or I'm not not engaging in the conversation by being distanced or far away that I actually am open to an embrace or a handshake or whatever if we get to that point in the conversation. There's just different things that you can communicate and you can talk lower because you're closer to the person. So that's the thing that we do. And then our actions. When you are on the offensive you speak from a place of power and when you speak from a place of power you just have to do powerful things and powerful things not out of a place of showing somebody else that you're dominant but out of being in a place of authority out of just knowing who you are what you have going on and what you're trying to accomplish and again it is not indicative of if the other party or other people perceive what you're trying to do or not you are making your play first And you're not concerned with how your play is responded to. It'd be nice if people understood your point. It'd be nice if people heard you. It would be nice if you got the support that you were desiring. But you're not doing it from that place. You're doing it out of a place of being at oneness with yourself, oneness with God, oneness with your purpose. When you are on the defensive, your actions, Show it. You move with haste and you don't take time to think about what you want to do and think about how to execute well. You usually are not seeking wise counsel from people because you're on the defense. You don't want to have to fight to show people why you're trying to do what you're trying to do. And so when you are on the defensive and you're making some moves, You usually make the moves in private, and there are times when you are to make moves even on the offensive in private, but usually when you're on the defensive and you're making moves in private, it's not because you're trying to respect the process or because you haven't found people that you're supposed to share with. It's because you're anticipating some pushback, and so you are already preparing yourself to push back to the pushback. Therefore, you're on the defense before you can even get offended by an opposing party. And it messes up the natural flow of you standing in your power, of you communicating what you wanted to communicate all along. You start to communicate something different based off how you think people are going to communicate back with you on what you're trying to do. So what's the point? All of this. The point is when we are on the offense, when we think clearly about what we want to do, we make the time to allow space for our mind to be imaginative, for us to think about the next steps that we need to take, for us to actually understand how we feel about a topic, a person, a situation. You are then able to communicate that. It's easier to communicate how you feel, where you at, to pray, to call a homegirl, to write, whatever the thing is that's in front of you that you need to do. It is easier to do it when you actually know What the heck are you trying to communicate in the first place? When you are spending all of your think time, your free time, your creative time worried about other people, worried about possible blowback, worried about even what God will think about it, it gets harder for you to communicate where you're at because you don't know where you're at. You have where you think others are. And that is what you have. That is the conclusion that you've grabbed. But you have not created a safe space long enough for you to even determine what you think about your situation, what you think about the relationship, what you think about the opportunity that's in front of you, the options that are before you. You have no idea. So when it comes time for you to communicate, you're communicating kind of out of turn and it allows people to to ask questions. When they start to poke holes at what you're doing, that is what triggers you being defensive because you feel like they're trying to tear down what you're doing or tear down your ideas or they're not creating space to listen, but you actually aren't communicating effectively to give them something to listen to because you haven't decided where you are on a thing. When you know where you're at and you make that your first priority, then you now can be on the offense. You can go, So let's use prayer for example. When you're on the offense and you go in prayer, you can say, hey, this is what I want. This is what I need. This is what I'm grateful for that you've already done, God. This is what I'm grateful for that I even have these things to desire, that I even have the breath to pray to you right now, that I have met this person already, or whatever the thing is, right? Like you start to go from that place and then, When you hear things from God, because prayer is communication. It's just you talking to God and it creating space for him to talk back to you. When you hear something or even halfway think that you heard something, you're now not feeling anxious. Like, oh, dang, now I got to do this thing. Or, oh, dang, now I got to be this perfect Christian or whatever the thing is. You are in a space where you can digest what you heard. When you're reading scripture, you can like ask questions and you just digest. You're just in a flow of being present that's what the offensive is. It's I'm present in this moment, I'm presenting this thing and let's see what happens. And if you start to anticipate that something is going to happen, you're able to put things in motion and in place in prayer and the actions that you do in your stance to help you retain the power that God says that you have, that you know that you have because you allow space for your brain to not only think about the now, but you think about the future in a healthy way. And then you come back to the present and say, okay, if that was to happen, how can I manage my money better right now? So that way that's not an issue. If there's going to be rain this weekend, how am I able to plan right now? So that way this weekend, I don't got to leave my house because I did my errands during the week, right? You are able to be on the offense because you created the space for you to think about what you need, where you are, how you feel right now. And it's not out of a need to respond to something. It's just you unfiltered being where you're at. When you go from that place, when you are communicating with somebody, when you're talking to yourself, when you're talking to God, when you're making moves, It is more in alignment with who you're called to be because you're not responding to how somebody else is interpreting that you should be. You are the most purely you in your offensive stance. The lane is clear. You've allowed yourself to digest information. And there are times when we have to be defensive. There are times when things are just going to come. You couldn't anticipate it. You didn't plan for it. And you need to respond to it right now. So there are times for that. The issue is, at least for me, then when you wake up every day feeling like it's a fight, when you wake up every day feeling behind, when you wake up every day not knowing where you stand on a thing, when you wake up every day feeling like you have to play catch up, when you wake up every day and you're like, this is off, <laughs> that is the issue. When you wake up every day and you feel like your hurdles, your challenges, your problems have already got a head start and you don't even know where to begin on your day, you're likely walking and operating, thinking, talking from the place of the defensive. The issue with that is when you're in the defensive too long, you use too much energy, and it's not in a way of you being at oneness with you. It is in response to something else, an outside stimulus. That outside stimulus has the risk of draining you of your energy. It has the risk of taking you off of purpose because you're continually leaving your path that God wants you on to address something. You're continually leaving your path of you doing your thing to make somebody else feel better about your thing. You're continually leaving your path and usually having conversations or doing things that take you away from having intimacy with the people that are rooting for you, with yourself and with God. When you're not in those spaces and those places, you're not being poured back into. And when you're on the defensive, it takes a lot out of you. And so you usually feel weaker and weaker by the moment. You usually are losing your power language that'll help you. And what starts to creep into your language, creep into your stance and creep into your actions are things that do not tell you how powerful you are. They do not make you feel that you can conquer the things that are in front of you. They don't inf- reinforce that you're a child of God. They don't reinforce your creativity. They usually are speaking the opposite. They're telling you that these will never get accomplished. It'll tell you that people aren't on your side. It'll tell you that you don't hear from God or that you heard wrong because you're constantly at a fight. You're constantly trying to prove something when you're on the defensive day in and day out. We Week in and week out, quarter after quarter, month after month. When you're on the offensive, you can say, okay, this might not be working how I want, but this is how I can use my power here. Even in this space, I have power. Even in this space, I have a license to move forward. Even in this space, I deserve to be heard. Even in this space, I'm worthy. Even in this space, my calling is my calling and God is going to give me the power that I need to walk this thing out, even if it's different than the season before. When you're on the offensive, that's how things work. And your offense, y'all know I'm, ba- I'm a basketball girlie. When your offense is good enough, the defense will be done for you. Your opposition, your haters, the people that don't support you, the opportunities that you need will start to be removed, will start to literally melt off, they'll drop off the bomb. And you wouldn't have to have put up a fight, not in a typical sense, but your offense is working so well that the defense doesn't have to work as hard. The energy that you would have had to put forward, you won't have to put forward in the same way. The amount of time that you would have had to use explaining to people what you're doing or using your language to try to communicate something to somebody that's not trying to hear you anyway. When your offense is so good, when you're so clear about who you are, about what you're doing, about where you're going, about who your people are, you won't have to tell the people who aren't your people that they're not your people they'll know. And the people that are your people will know. The grant that you need will come your way. And somebody will just be like, you know, I love what you're doing and I want to partner with you. You won't have to do as many outreach calls because it'll be that clear. Your offense is working that well for you that the defense, you can take a rest. You can be chilling, you can be cool because you have already done the work. When you actually wake up in the morning, let's get into it, and you take the time to do the things that you need to do this morning. I had to wake up and I wanted—I was like, oh, I got stuff to do, okay? I have things to accomplish and I wanted to just get out the bed and get right to it. But I said, mm. I don't know what this day holds, and if I move like that, at some point, I'm likely going to be on the defensive with my day, but if I stay right here a little bit longer, and I get in my work, you know what I'm saying, I eat me a little something, I make my coffee, because I will be needing my coffee in the morning, when I journal, and I wrote out a lot of things, I had hit my gratitude list today, I got this guided journal by Tabitha Brown, and I did my guided journal today, I read some scripture, like when I hit it with that, then hit some worship, got shower, hey, my whole day has been completely different. My actions have been different. When I'm looking at my to-do list and the clock is ticking, I'm not feeling like, dang, I got to catch up. I'm like, okay, I can knock this thing off, this thing off, and this thing off, and then I'll do this thing here. Like I'm moving from an offensive place. I'm moving from a place of power. I'm speaking affirmations to myself on accident, but on purpose throughout the day, because I created the space and the time to get my offense together this morning. So as I hit different obstacles throughout the day, as I have to make different decisions, I'm not moving out of a place of worry or anxiety or lack. I'm moving from a place of, I have the authority and the power to do this and anything that I cannot get done today wasn't supposed to get done today. Anything that I'm not able to accomplish today, anything that I'm not able to achieve has nothing to do with my worth. It doesn't change who I am. And that's because I set up my offense in such a way that once obstacles hit me in the middle of the day, late in the afternoon, my offense is already working as my defense for me. And that's where we want to get. When we're in such a powerful place with our language, with our posture, with our actions, that we've done the work That when things try to come at us, when people come at us, when we try to come at ourselves, right, our negative thoughts and habits that our body is used to having, our triggers don't even trigger us in the same way that they could have because we've set up our offense in a way to work defensively for us. And that is a revolutionary thing. When you see a team that their defense ain't even that good, right, but their offense is so on point that they win the game anyway... If they get to the championship anyway, they get to the finals anyway, they get that trophy anyway, that's a bad team because you can always up your defense. There's always ways that you can use anger to fuel you or you can pick up a new defensive tool, right? There's always going to be things that will be able to help you on the defense, but a lot of people where they struggle is getting that offense on point. You can't just get offense out of the sky that's going to help you be better. You're going to have to actually put in some work to make that happen. But when you meet a team, when you meet a person where their offense is so well, where there is such an equilibrium of what their goal is, who they're called to be, of the God that they serve, when they move forward, they're sharp shooters. Their offense actually is the word of God, which the word of God is the sword. Part of the armor that we have even is the shield of faith. We have the sword, which is the word of God. When you get that as your offense, though the armor of God is also our defense, right? And so when you're using that in an offensive place, when it's time to spit that thing out and use your armor in a defensive place, you already are ready to go. So the power tool for this week is to get your offense up, take the time to create your offensive strategy. If you weren't responding to people, if you weren't responding to your boss at work, if you weren't responding to your mom and them, if you weren't responding to the fact that you had no money, if you weren't responding to the fact that you on your period right now, if you weren't responding to the fact that you had a down week, right? Forget all the things that are asking, they're grabbing for your attention, for you to give an answer. If you didn't have that, what would you think right now? How would you feel right now? What would you be doing right now? How would you be speaking about your situation? Take the time and map it out. Get your offensive strategy on point. And that, if it is strong enough, if you spend enough time, if you're intentional enough, can be your defensive strategy. And you could add things to your defense 100%, but when your offense is so on point, okay? It won't matter what is against you. You are racking up points in the direction that you're trying to go in. And the people that are against you, the thing that's against you, will be so confused and be thrown off. Like, now we shooting at her, right? Like, we're trying to take him down, right? Why isn't this working? And they'll be too late because you have already put your offense in place and you've been racking up the points that you need that, yeah, okay, you scored a couple of times. That's cute. You could have dumped on me once or twice. That's great. But I've already got my points on the scoreboard enough to win this game. And that is a powerful place to be. So get your offensive strategy on point and watch it work for you when it's time to get your guard up. I'm so excited for all the things that are to come. I know I keep saying it, but it's for real, for real, for real. I'm so excited, I'm about to do a Photo shoots for the launch. And I can't wait to reveal the images to y'all. So be sure, if you haven't already, subscribe to the Pros and Praise Pages newsletter. It is my weekly newsletter where you get a little bit of inspiration and behind the scenes on all the things that I'm building up here over at Power in Pros. You can also keep up with the kid on all the social channels. The links will be in the description. I love you. Remember to profess your power and there's Power and Pros. Bye.